Today's share is Masech Yivam Mestaf Mem Ches. We will begin on Daf Mem Zayin Amabez at the first wide line. We had learned in our previous year the Brisa that discussed Hilchus Geiris, and the Brisa said Echad Ger VeEchad Ever Meshuchar. Both when we speak about a Ger or we speak about an Ever Meshuchar, they have the same halachos as far as Hilchus Geiris. So says the Gemara Kasal Kadatach. What does that seem to mean? Says the Gemara Kasalkadat, it seems to mean the Kabbal of oil mitzvahs. As we discussed in our previous year, that the integral part of the Geiris is that the Geir has to accept upon himself that, he, that he's going to do all the mitzvahs of Hashem. And so the Gemara's learning is going to be the halacha by the Evan Meshachra, which on this asked the Gemara Minu. The Bryce says, Where is the Kabbalist mitzvah's essential beger? A ger, as we learned in a previous year, is not considered a ger until he has Kabbalist mitzvahs. But by an Evid, Knani, who now is being freed, there is no requirement for Kabbalist mitzvahs. And the reason is because at the beginning, when he became an Evid Kanani, at that point, he already became Mechuri B'mitzvahs. Because the Torah says, in the Aseris HaDivris, L'manya nuach avdecha v'amoscha k'moycha. And the Torah is being very clear that Avodim Kananim are also Mechuri B'mitzvahs. So the Gemara's question is, that why would the Evid Kanani, when he's getting his Shechur, when he's getting his document of freedom, be required to be Makabal Mitzvahs, he was already Makabal Mitzvahs at the moment that he became an Evid Kanani. Another pshat that the Rishonim Rashi points out, how we know that Evid is Mechuyi Mitzvahs, because we know throughout Shas, the Gemara very often explains that what, what, and what is the category of Avodim Kananim. The category of Avodim Kananim explains the Gemara often is that they are Mechuyi Mitzvahs that they have the same obligation in mitzvahs, kisha, like a woman. So the Gemara's question is, why do we need a Why do we have to have Kabbalah's mitzvahs again? Amr Sheshis answers the Gemara Lekasha. The way to reconcile these two brises, ha, the brisa that treats the Evid Kanani like a ger represents the opinion of Rav Shimon ben Lazar, and the brisa that says that Evid Kanani and Agar are not the same, represents the opinion of Rabbanon, who hold that at the time that they become an Evid Kanani, there is no need, that they, that they have to be Makabal mitzvahs, and since they have to be Makabal mitzvahs at the time of that they became Evid Kanani, there is no need to be Makabal mitzvahs another, another time. The Tanya, as the Brisa says, the Pasuk says regarding the parasha of Vastoya, a lengthy parasha in the Torah, that if somebody goes out to war and he finds a woman with whom he wants to, whom he wants to marry, the, the Torah teaches us that that individual, that that individual is your Vastoya, the Torah go a non-Jewish woman, and the Torah goes through a very long process what she has to do in order that he should be able to have relations with her. Says the Gemara, says the Brisa, when is the halacha 
has to, that the, your fast tire has to go through its entire process and procedure. She didn't accept upon herself mitzvahs, to be, uh, to be Jewish and follow all the mitzvahs. If she accepted upon herself the mitzvahs, she wants to be a giyiris, but Bila, he takes her to the mikvah, l'shem giris, and he immediately may have relations with her. So the Kassim Mishnah says that what does the mean mutaba miyad? It means that of course you have to wait three months. Because there's always, as we've learned so extensively in Amasakta, a requirement of Afghana. And the requirement of Afghana means that you may not marry a woman until three months because we have to be able to determine if she's pregnant, who is the father of this child. So, so ask the Mechaschinach, if that's the case, how does the Bryce say um, that So he says that there are situations, let's say she's a Ketana or she's a Zakena, where we know for sure that she's not pregnant, that's where we would be able to have relations with her immediately. So here we're learning a very big Hiddish. That even though the Torah is quite extensive, as we said, in teaching us all of the halachas of a Yafas Torah, but the Bryce has just taught us that if this Yafas Torah accepts upon ourselves to be Jewish, we're Megaya her, and it's mutter right away. Mechizchenech asks an interesting question. What will be the halacha, asked the Mechizchenech, if she accepted, she didn't accept upon herself immediately, so we start counting the fast tire days, which we're going to speak soon, how many days that actually is. And then in the middle of those days, she agrees to become a Giyavis. Do we say, says the Mechazchenach, that if she didn't accept it at the beginning, then it's too late and she's going to have to wait until all those days end? Or is that locha, as long as she accepts herself upon herself to be a Giyavis at any point, that will be adequate that will be adequate that she could be taken right away as a wife. And he says he, he takes the opinion that as soon as she accepts upon herself that she's going to be a Giyaris, even though it wasn't right at the beginning, she could be, she could be treated as a Giyaris. If Shimon says, even if the woman did not accept upon herself to become a Giyaris, Kaifo Matbila, he takes it to the mikvah and goes through the procedure of being a shifcha kananis. And then what he has to do, or then what he should do, once she's a shifcha kananis, then he goes to the mikvah again and takes her with the intention that that tefillah should be that she should become free. And he frees, and at that point he frees her. And again, this will be a way that he won't have to wait all the days that you ha- that the you fast tire, as we're about to learn, has to normally wait. So we see that if Shimon is of the opinion that we could take a person and make them a Shifcha Kananis or an Ever Kananis, even though they haven't accepted by themselves the Kabbalah Smitzvahs. So that's going to be, says the Gemara, the Machlaikis that the two prices that we've discussed will represent. The Bryce that says that you don't have to do Kabbalah's Geiris again when they free her is the opinion of the Rabbanon that she had, in order for her original feeler to be affected, she, effective, she had to accept upon herself to be the Kabbalah's mitzvahs. 
Shimon Lazar, just like he said here, but he fasts tire, that Allah is that she doesn't have to accept upon herself the origin originally when she becomes a shifcha the mitzvah, but therefore he's going to hold when he frees her at that point, he will uh, when he frees the shifcha kananis, he will have to, she will have to be the the, the take Kabbalah's mitzvah. But ask the Oracle Nair that if he what was Shimon Lazar is recommending in order to avoid needing to wait all the days is to take her to the mikvah, the shame shifcha, and then free her. Isn't there a halacha that call him shachar avdai? Whoever frees their slave over basay is violating a mitzvah say. So the question that Darach Lener is asking is how can we recommend that he should free her? So answers Darach Lener. What is the reason one may not free his shivcha kananis as ever kanani? Because there's a love of loisichonim. One may not give a kanani a gift for no reason. But if it's not for no reason, then it's mutter. Here, there's a very valid reason. He wants to be able to marry her. She says, you fast tire. And therefore, it's not considered a violation of loisichonim. It's not a violation of the mitzvah to say, if he frees her. Amarava, my time with Rav Shimon ben Elazar, where does Rav Shimon ben Elazar take the halacha, that when one take, gets an Evakanani, buys an Evakanani, and he has to take him to the mikvah, doesn't require Kabbalah smitzvah, the ksiv. The Pasuk says, kal evet ish miknes kasef, umalta ba'az az yoichabai. The halacha the Torah is telling is, the Torah is telling us that one should take his Evakanani and do a bismillah on him. And after you do so, he may, the owner may eat from the Karm Pesach. But if the owner did not take the Evakanani to the mikvah, that prevents the owner from being able to eat the Karm Pesach. So the question is, Evet Ish, Isha. So that seems to be teaching us that this halacha only applies by men and not women. Why should it make a difference if the owner is a man or a woman? Ella, Evid Ish, Atamava Karchai, an Evid who is a, an adult, you could take to the mikvah. And that's what the Torah says, that you could take him forcibly to the mikvah, even though he's not accepting upon himself the mitzvahs. Viata Mal Ishbal Karchai, an adult who comes and wants to be a ger, cannot become a ger unless. He is willingly accepting upon himself the mitzvah of Hashem. But here we learn a very interesting halacha. And that is that even a woman, we know that typically a woman is not mechuyiv to make a bris meal on her son. And here we're learning that the woman is obligated to do a bris meal on her evid. So it's a very interesting din because it's not because she's obligated to do the, the Posh Peshat explains the Mechaz it's not because she's obligated to do a bris milah on her son, on her Evid. If she wants to eat a carbon Pesach, she's going to have to have that her servants had a bris milah. The Mechaz also gives a number of other explanations. One explanation he gives is that this is not just a mitzvah say, it's a lava ba say, which women are obligated as well. Another explanation that Mechaz suggests is that once the eighth day passes 
And by an Evid, obviously, there is no din of eighth day. The mitzvah's meal is not a mitzvah's say, Shein is man grama. The Karen Iris suggests that the mitzvah, the, the Avera, that Avadim, one may not keep an Evid that doesn't have a bris mila, is a lav. And as we said, there's an exception by women that of mitzvah's say, she's man grama. But there is no exception to mitzvah's loisa say. Rabbanan, Rabbanan, who hold that we don't have to have their consent when we free them, because obviously we already had that consent when we bought them. Um, Ula, what do they say? What do they say? They say the shame We never could coerce somebody to have a breast meal. We can't coerce an evid to accept upon himself anything. Elak siv, but doesn't the Torah say kol evid ish? And we learned from that. Rav Shimon Elazar said that we could force whenever Kanani to have a bris milah, force upon himself, force upon him the geiris. Answers the Gemara, who may buy leilas shmuel? The Rabbanon need that pasuk to teach us what shmuel taught us. Am shmuel hamafka avdai. If somebody is mafka is avdai, yoytzel geiris. He doesn't. He goes out free. Even though we've learned many times in Masech Tegitin, particularly that the halacha is that when you free an Eved Kanani, you have to write a get shikher. And the Gemara Masech Tegitin compares the get shikher, the da- document that frees the Eved to the get that determinates a marriage. That is to teach us that when you're writing a get shikher, explains the Rajba. It has to have very similar halachas to the get isha. But that doesn't mean that the only way you could free an evidence would get shechur, just like the only way you could free a wife was where to get. And he brings a very nice raya. He says that the halacha is you could free an evidence, we're going to learn him to get with kesef, by paying out the amount of ownership the owner has in the Evid Kanani. That halacha obviously doesn't apply with a, with a, with a Isha. So we see that Hefker is going to be, is going to be acceptable by an Evid Kanani. Damashmu, Hamafka Avda Yotzel Chayrus, and certainly a Get Shechur is going to free the Evid Kanani. Shnema, Vakal Evid Ish, Miknes Kasei. So the question again is, the Pasuk speaking about Karman Pesach, and why should there be a difference if the owner is a man or a woman? Eved ish, v'loy eved isha, el eved sheesh loy rishus The As long as the owner has rights over this eved, the eved has to work for him. It's called an eved. V'shein rishus l'rabbi alav, when he long, when he gave up those rights, and kari eved, and therefore, the loch is, that he could, he has, he could go free, and he does, and doesn't prevent the owner from eating the carbon pesach. So Tysus asks, why is that not mentioned in Masech the Gitan as one of the ways to free an evid? As we just mentioned, the get shikhr is mentioned there, kesev is mentioned there, but this is not mentioned there. So answers the answers Tysus because we have to understand how Hefker works. Hefker is not considered an act of Kenyan. Hefker is considered siluk, that one is walking away. And since one is walking away from the relate, one is just walking away, says the Gemara, saying the Gemara that we have to 
that, that's not called making an act of freeing the Evid. But one thing we've seen clearly in our Gemara, that when one frees, that when one buys the Evid, as we will discuss extensively in our Shir Mitzvah Shem, he has to, when one buys the Evid, the halachi is that he takes him to the mikvah. Machlaikis Rabban and Rabshim ben Allah, as we're learning, if that's done against the will of the Evid or only with the will of the Evid. And then, again, he's taken to the mikvah when he's freed. And the question, of course, that I saw the Mepharshim ask is why must he go to the mikvah twice? What's the purpose of going to the mikvah twice? So Mepharshim explained that since this individual is only becoming an Evid, the first time he's taken to the, he's taken to the mikvah is to remove from him the Tumah, to remove from him being in the status of an Akum. But since he has not yet entered into Klai Yisrael, so since he has not yet entered Klai Yisrael, he's going to have to go to the mikvah another time for the purpose of being able to reach the Kedusha of being a part of Klai Yisrael. Maskal or Rapapa. So Rapapa asks on Rav Sheshis that we've compared We've connected the Machloikus of the Rabbanon of Shimon Lazar by Yifas Toyar to the Aloch of an Evakanani. Ask the Gemara, Aim the Shamlul Rabbanon. When did the Rabbanon say that unless the individual is willing to accept upon themselves to act as a as a Jew, the Aloch is the Geiris, is that it has to be done willingly? Maybe that's only by Yifas Toyar. The Lashaykh of a Mitzvah. She's not obligated to do Mitzvah. Avil Evid, by an Evid the Shaykh Mitzvah, maybe, Hochenami, Dafil Rabbanamayda, maybe the Rabbanam will agree that the, he doesn't have to accept upon it willingly. The Tanya, as the Bryce indeed teaches us, Echad Ger, Vechad Lekech, Evid Mavikachavim, whether it's a Ger or whether you buy a servant from Avikachavim, Tzarch Lekayabel, he has to be Makab himself all Mitzvahs. Continues the Bryce. If somebody buys an Evakanani from another Yisrael, so this Evakanani already had feel of the mikvah when he was bought by that Yisrael, ain't Sarch Lakabal. He doesn't have to be Makabal Mitzvah on him again. Says the Gemara, Mani, ask the Gemara, who is the town of this Brysa? Ear of Shimon Malazar, if we're going to suggest that the town of this Brysa is Shimon Malazar, Hamar, didn't we say? Rabbi Shimon Loza's opinion is, that whenever you buy an Akum, the Allah is, you don't, he doesn't have to, whenever you buy an Evakanani, Rabbi Shimon Loza's opinion throughout Ashir has been that he doesn't have to be Makabal Mitzvah willingly. Elav, we see from here that it must be that who is the pan of that Brisa? The pan of that Brisa must be the Rabbanon. And what are Rabbanon teaching us? The Lekech Menevakachavim Tzorch Lekavl. Avalkoich Misrael ain't Tzorch Lekavl. And that's why Rishashis is incorrect when he is saying that the Yifas Tire has to be Makabal and the Ger doesn't. Because it could well be that the Ger does also. El Akasher. But as the Gemara, if we're saying now that everybody is in agreement, that when you buy an Evakanani from another Yisrael, there's no requirement for Kabbalah's mitzvahs. So when it says, Echad Ger, that we started the Shia today with the Brysa, that says, Echad Ger, Echad Meshuchar, have to be Makabal oil mitzvahs, and we wanted to say that that is the opinion of the Rabbonon, 
but now we're saying even the Rabbanim don't require that. So what? Who's going to be the town of that brisa? Answers the Gemara. Kitanya he that brisa is only talking about lenient tefillah that we have to take the ger again to the mik the Avakanani again to the mikvah when he finishes when we free him. But it has nothing to do with the original Kabbalah mitzvahs. It could well be that everybody will agree as far as the Hilchus Kabbalah mitzvahs. Tanah So the Gemara delves into the Allah of a Yifas Torah for a moment. The Torah says, V'vesa toch be'secha, V'gilchas roi shivasut tzapanam. What does v'asut tzapanam mean? Rabbi Lazar Amatokitz, what the Torah means is that she should cut her nails. Rabbi Kiva Tagdal. She should let her, she has to let her nails grow. And as Rashi says, we let, make her, let her nails grow because that is something that's an evil, it's something that's not nice, and we want him to stay away from the Yafas Tire. So we do different things to, to keep them away. But the question, of course, is Rabbi Kiva's opinion is understood. But how do we understand Rebbe's opinion, Rebbe Lezer's opinion? So Rashi says, the Ra- Rashi says that this is Xerus Akosov. This is what the Torah said is the process and procedure of your fast tire. But I saw the other Rishonim, the Cheskuni explains that we want to separate her. We want to separate her from where she's coming, from the Tumas Akum, to being a Yisrael. And one of the way that that one of the ways that that is accomplished is by cutting her nails. Amr Beleza, how does Rebeleza come to the point that he says that the nails have to be cut? Because the pasuk says, "Nemasiyah b'roish." The Torah says, "V'gilchas roisha v'nemasiyah b'tzapanayim v'asusatzpanayim malahalan havara." When we speak about a hair, it clearly means that a hair must be cut. Afkan, it clearly means havara, that her nails must be caught. Rabbi Kiva disagrees. He says, Nemer indeed a siyabarosh, v'nema siyabitzapanayim. Different, something has to be done with her hair, and something has to be done with her nails. But whatever has to be done, as we explained, has to be something that represents a nivel. So cutting her hair is by shaving her hair. So Nivel of the nails is not by cutting them, says Rabbi Kiva, it's actually by letting them grow. Says the Gemara, that Rabbi Leza is correct, that it means cutting the hair. The Pasuk says that when David Amelech came back after his son, Avshalom, died, the Pasuk says that Mephibosheth came out to meet him. And the Pasuk says, Mephibosheth ben Shol, Yorad lekras Hamelech, leoser raglov, Says the man, what does that mean? He didn't cut his nails of his feet, and he didn't cut the his mustache. Mayasia, what does it mean over there? Havara, that he didn't cut them. So we see from other areas the definition means that he that he did cut them. Says the Gemara, Tanabonan. The Pasuk continues discussing the fast tire, and the Pasuk says, Yerach Yomin. So says the Gemara, Beleza Aimer. What does it mean? Avia. Avia means avoid, avoid, avia mamish. Her father, her biological father. Ima means ima mamish. She has to mourn after her parents. Kiva avia ima that I mentioned in this pasuk referred to the avoid the zara. 
So many Rishonim are of the opinion, Taisa says, that there is no nafkamina lahalocha between Rebbe Kiva and Rebbe Lezer. It's just how to understand the Pesachim. But there are some nafkaminas. One is if her, she doesn't have parents, or her parents also became Geirim. If it means literally her parents, so here are parents she doesn't have, or they're Geirim. But according to Bekiva, that it's connected to the Avodah Zorah, then the Allah will be that the she would have to wait, she would have to wait no matter what. Says the Gemara, the Pasuk said, Yerach Yomim. Yerach, we know, means a month. Yerach means a month, and the reason a month is called Yerach, because Yerach is the moon. And we know that we count our months according to the moon. So this procedure has to take place for 30 days. It has, she has to be left like this for 90 days. Yerach, as we just said, means 30 days. Yomim, it says the word Yomim is another Shloshim. And then it says Ve'achakein is another Shloshim for a total of 90. Maskler Ravina, ask Ravina, Ema, maybe the way to learn the Pasuk is Shloshim. It's 30 days. Yom is another Shloshim. Vachkach, the Achkein, the Pasuk says Kehani, which be another 60. So according to that, it would be a total of 120 days. And the Gemara remains there with a question. Tanra Bonin continues the Braisa. Mekaimam Avadim, one, a Jew, may hold on to an Eved, Shainan Molim. Even though he didn't have a bris milah, divrei shmol, they didn't go through any geiris process. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, no, Amakayman, we might not, we may not hold on, on to the evid to uh, under such circumstances. Amar Rabbi Shmuel doesn't ask Rabbi Shmuel, Arayu Oimer, but doesn't the pasuk say v'yinoshka v'yinofish ben amoshka v'ager? So we see. That the Torah is speaking Ben Amoska is talking about an Evid who didn't have a bris milah. And we're seeing that such an Evid exists. So according to me, that you're allowed to hold on to me, him, that's understandable. But according to you, why, how do we understand this? Amalei says, Rebekah, there's going to be a circumstance where I will agree that you don't have to do a bris milah. Why does the circumstance? Where you bought the Evid Friday evening, and you didn't have a chance to do a bris meal on him. There I will agree, there will I will agree that he doesn't have to have, he can't have a bris meal until we have the ability to do a bris meal. So, Rav Chaim Briska says that this obligation that an Evid Kanani has to have a bris milah, is not the obligation of the Evid. It's the obligation of the owner. And if the owner is unable to do the bris milah, the Evid does not have a separate obligation to do his own bris milah. Dritva explains that not only in such a situation where we brought the Evid right before Shabbos and there was no time to do the bris milah, Ritva explains there are other circumstances as well. Let's say the Evid is sick. And since the Evid is sick, he can't have a bris milah. That's going to be the uh, halacha. So the Aruch Laner asks that we have discussed 
the Masech the Shabbos, that the halacha is that according to the Tashbats, if we're not doing the bris on the eighth day, a bris should not be done within three days of Shabbos. Because a person is not allowed to make himself, put himself into a situation that he's going to be sick on Shabbos. So why asks Daruch Lener, according to that opinion, is the Gemara saying only because he brought the ger, right be, he brought the Eved right before Shabbos and there was no opportunity to do the bris. Is that's the example where you could keep him without a bris? And he should have said even three days. So the Aruch says that this din, that we don't do a bris meal within three days of Shabbos, is a chashash to and here where there's a chiv deraisa, here where there's a chiv deraisa to do, to do, to do the bris mila, Chazal can't say to do it immediately. Chazal cannot take that away. So I saw of David Tavarsky actually says that why don't we say that we did do the bris? Why don't we explain that the case here is that we did do the bris, but we didn't do the tefillah. And as we discussed in our previous shurim, there are situations that after an individual has a brismila, he has to wait until that area is healed in order that he should be able to do the tefillah. And just say that that's the case, that he did the mila and he didn't do the tefillah, and that's why he doesn't have the, yet the status of a Jew. So says Rabbi David Pavarsky, and this is somewhat different from what we discussed in our previous year, that an Eved, as soon as he has the bris milah, even though he didn't have the tefillah, he has the, he has all of the dinim of, he has all the dinim that he's not allowed to do melacha, he has the dinim of a Jew. Says the Gemara, the Kul Amamias, everybody's agreeable, both are Bikivan and Vishmol, Vinafesh ben Amoscha, that that Pasuk is talking about an Eved oral. It's talking about an Eved, Kanani, who did not have a bris milah. Says the Marmai Mashma, how do we know? Why do we say that that's Peshat of the Pasik? The Tanya. Vinafish Benamoscha, Bevet Oral Kosa Abedaber. Teaches us the Brysa, that's what the Pasik is speaking about. At questions the Brysa. At the Oymed, Bevet Oral. Why do you say that's talking about an Evid that did not have a Brismila? Maybe Oyne Eilab Evid Mol. Maybe it's referring to an Evid that already had the Brismila. Says the Brysa. Shoimer. When the Pasuk says, that your Avadim have an obligation to keep Shabbos, that Harei Evan Maul Omer. So the Evan Maul is already mentioned. How, regarding whom must we say that the Pasuk, the Yenofish Ben Amosk is referring to? The Evan Oral. The Pasuk said, There's an individual who's called a Ger Toshif. Machlaikas Rishonim, who is a Ger Toshif? Rashi explains that a Ger Toshif is somebody who accepted upon himself not to worship Avodah Zorah, but he is still eating non-kosher food, and he may not be Mechal Shabbos, because since he accepted upon himself not to worship Avodah Zorah, and call him Mechal Shabbos, whoever is Mechal Shabbos, therefore he's not allowed to take, therefore he's not allowed to be Mechal Shabbos. Maybe it's referring to a full-fledged ger. Says the Gemara Kishu Oimer, the ger Kishab Shurecha. The Torah already refers to a full-fledged ger. Hare ger tzedek Omer. 
That apostle is already teaching us that a ger tzedek is mentioned to. Hamani mikayim vager. What is the apostle when it says vager referred to? Ger toshif. So I saw the Achroinim ask that a ger tzedek is a full-fledged Jew. So why do we need this Pasuk to tell us that this individual is mechuyiv b'mitzvahs? Of course he's mechuyiv in Shemir Shabbos. Isn't he a full-fledged Jew? So Mepharshim explained that Shemir Shabbos is connected to Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim. And since this individual did not go out of Mitzrayim, so therefore we would perhaps consider him an individual who's not mechuyiv we would consider him an individual who's not mechuyiv in Shmir Shabbos. That's why we have to have a special posik regarding this individual that the Ger Tzedek is mechuyiv in Shmir Shabbos. Amr Rabbi Shua ben Levi. Halakech evem an Evi If somebody buys an Evi Kanani from an Evi Kachavim, v'loy And as the Rishonim point out, the, we're talking here about an Evi who's an adult, who has his own mind. When we're buying... And Evid, that's a cotton, there is no choice. You have to make a bris meal immediately. So the Allah is, he could wait up to 12 months he could give him until he agrees to do a bris meal. But if he didn't do the bris meal within 12 months, he could be sold back, he should be sold back to Akum if he hasn't taken a bris meal. Amru Rabbanik Hamed Rapapa says the Gemara, Rabbanik said, in front of our papa, command. It seems that this is not like Rabbi Kiva. Dear Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva said a moment ago, Hamar, Rabbi Kiva's opinion is, Aimakaimim, we're not allowed to hold on to an Evakanani who did not have a bris mila. Umar Papa, I feel the time Rabbi Kiva. It could follow even the opinion of Rabbi Kiva. Hani Mila, when did Rabbi Kiva say that we can't hold on to an Evakanani who did not have a bris mila? Hecha, the Lipostic Lamilse, that he didn't agree ever to have a bris milah. However, Hecha the Pasuk, if he agreed to have a bris milah, but he did not agree to have, but he didn't do it immediately, that's when the Allah is, that Pasuk, since he made that agreement, we give him the 12 months. Amr Av Kahana, Amrita Lashmatza, Kameid Razid I said over this, Gemara Tarazim and family, Yehachi, if Rabbi Kiva agrees, that if the Evid Kanani agreed to have a breast mila, we could hold on to him for 12 months. When Rabbi Kiva said, when we had the question, how could you have an Evid Kanani that didn't have a breast mila? And we said, because he bought him right before Shabbos and there was no time to do the breast before Shabbos. Why didn't the Gemara give this answer where it's an Evid Kanani that agreed to have a breast mila? But we, but he didn't do it yet, and Rekiva agrees that we're giving him 12 months. Answers the Gemara, Chod Tamikomer. The Gemara gave one of a number of examples. But indeed, this is an example the Gemara could have given. Says the Gemara, Shalach Rei, Rabbim Shmei Drabaloi. V'komer Rabbi Yisrael Amalei Rishma, Eza Ervet Orol Shemotel Akaimai, who is the Evet Kanani that didn't have a bris milah that you're allowed to hold on to? Zesh Lacha Rabbi, if he was bought originally with the contention not to have a bris milah. So ask Rav Shach in his Sefer, Avi Ezri, how could somebody make such a condition? Isn't there a rule that you're not allowed to be masna masha You're not allowed to make conditions against what it says 
in the Torah. And here, the Torah says, as we're learning throughout our Shia today, that every Kanani is not, has to have a bris milah. So answers Rav Shach, when he bought this Eva Kanani, and he bought him with the understanding that he's not going to make a bris milah, what he's saying is that he shouldn't have the din of an Eva Kanani, because an Eva Kanani is an individual who has to have a bris. He's, this is a different type of a purchase. So again, so Rabbanan said this to Rabbanan, Even Rabbanan says you can't hold on to an Evakanani that doesn't have a bris milah. It could be consistent even with the opinion of Rabbanan. When did Rabbanan say that you have to make the bris immediately? When they didn't make this upfront condition. If they made that condition, so what they made up was, as we explained from Rav Shach Tzal, that he's not an Evakanani. If he's not an Evakanani, then the rules of an Evakanani will not apply. So I said this to Rav Zudman Adar, normally, when we had earlier in our Shia, as we just mentioned, when we couldn't figure out, according to Bekiva, how could you have a Ger, an Evid, that didn't have a Brismila, he come to Rekiva, and Rekiva had to come up with an example. But like Kech Ever Ben where you bought the Ever Kanani Ben of a Friday afternoon, and you didn't have the opportunity to bris Milo, Lishnei Laha. Why don't you give that Teretz that I bought it with the condition? Says the Malatamech, Lishnei Laha, that the Pasuk is talking about where he made the condition that he agreed to have a bris, but we give him 12 months. But what do we say? The Gemara gave one example, but now we're actually learning there are two other ways how to have this. One is when the Evkanani agreed to have a brismila, and we're learning we give them 12 months to fulfill that. And the other example is as we learned now, when, when he was bought up front, it was made up that he won't have to hold on to him. He, when it was made up that he's not going to ever have a brismila. Says the Gemara, Yosu Rav Chanin Ba Papa Rav Ami Rav Yitzchak Nafka, a killer the Rav Yitzchak Nafka. They were sitting on the porch of Rav Yitzchak Nafka. Yosu Vikamri Irachas Hoysu Ba Eretz Yisrael. There was a city in Eretz Yisrael for Lerotz Avada Lomol, where the Avadim that were brought in that city refused to have a bris milah. The Gilgulu Imam Achnei Masachaydish. They kept on trying for twelve months. And then after 12 months, they continued in their refusal. The Chazru and Machim of the Kachavim, these Avadim Kananim were resold to the Kachavim. Command, whose opinion does this follow? Says the Mark, like what we learned, the Tanya, Lekech, Evim, Evim, Kachavim, if you buy an Evit from Akum, Vlayrotz Lomel, and refuses to do Brismila, Megalgali, Mayachnei Masachaydish, we give him 12 months. Loy Mo, if after the 12 months he still refuses to have the Brismila, Chazru and Machim of the Kachavim. Shimon ben Lazar and Mashon Eisabetz Yisrael were not allowed to leave him in Yisrael. They lived in a world of Tum and Tahara. Akum make things Tamei. And therefore, we have to be very careful not to have such individuals in our midst that can make things Tamei. If it's a city next to the border, also a Mashon Eisabetz Yisrael, we may not Name not have him remain there. Shema Yishma Dovar, because we see that his loyalty is not 
with Klai Yisrael, and we're concerned, Shem Yishma he may repeat it to his, to other Avot Kachavim and put Klai Yisrael in danger. Tanya, why do we find Gerim in our times? To have all sorts of trouble. So the Ritva explains, why don't we ask about Klai Yisrael? He says, Klai Yisrael have to sometimes suffer because of the Averis of their forefathers. But here, as we're going to discuss in our Shir, the Gerim, are So why did the why is the Gemara why do they suffer? Says the Gemara, because they didn't fulfill the Shiva Mitzvah says the Gemara, why Rabbi Yossi disagrees? How can we say that they're being punished for what they did previously? Don't we know? The Gershon is Geyer, Kekotten Shanoiladami. So, what happened previously is a clean slate. They don't know all the mitzvahs, and now that they're Jews, they have to follow all the mitzvahs. And since they have to follow all the mitzvahs, and then they're not doing that, that's why they're punished. And as the Rishonim point out, a half of a yira doesn't mean a half of year of Hashem. Somebody who does mitzvahs because of yira Hashem is considered on a very high madrega. Yira that the Gemara is considering not the proper way of serving Hashem, explained the Rishonim, is he's concerned about punishment. He's concerned, he's scared of people. That isn't the way one is supposed to serve Hashem. They delayed coming under the Shechina. They should have accepted the Shechina, become, become Gerim immediately. So I saw the Ksav Seifer explains, we don't encourage Gerim. So if we don't encourage Gerim, why is a person punished for delaying his Gerim? Says the Ksav Seifer. As we've learned, as we've said previously, the who are the Gerim? When a Kaddish Baruch came, and offered the Torah to the to the to the Omer's island, they refused. The Gemara says Masechet Shabbos, but the Medrash says it wasn't that all Goyim refused. Most Goyim refused. The Goyim who were willing to accept the Torah were those who eventually will become Gerim. And similarly, not all of Klai Yisrael accepted the Torah. And in the future, those people who refused to accept the Torah are the ones that leave our religion. So explains. The explains the Ksav Seifer. Since these Neshamas who become Gerim, have it in their Neshama already that they should have become Gerim, they're faulted for delaying having become Gerim. They should have become, they should have become Gerim sooner. And says the Chafetz Chaim, if we see that Gerim are punished for not having become Gerim sooner, all the more so, a Jew is going to be faulted, says the Chavetz Chaim, for not doing tshuva at his, for not doing tshuva at his first ability. Of course, the Rishonim also explain that when we're saying here that they're faulted for not having become gerim, it only means from when they decided to become a ger. A ger, a non-Jew, is not obligated to become a Jew. Since he's not obligated to become a Jew, we're not going to punish him for not deciding to be a Jew. The 
punishment that we're discussing in our Gemara is only for the time that they're only for that time that they could have become Jewish and they didn't become Jewish. The Pasuk says by Rus, means that not only do you get schar that you became part of Jewish people, but you became a part of the Jewish people immediately. So I saw that the Mepharshim asked that she didn't become Jewish immediately. What's the Pasuk saying that she became Jewish immediately? So the Mepharshim responded that we know that there was a question if she could become a Giyaris, because she was from Mayav. And until the Allah was established, then, till then, we weren't, she wasn't able to become Jewish. So what the Gemara means to say was, at the first possible moment, when the Allah was established, that she could become a Jew, as soon as that Allah was established, she took upon herself to become a Jew. Here we're learning the concept of Gersh and Esgayer, Kekot and Shnoi Ladami. So I saw a very interesting question in the Sefer Cheshukei Chemed, he discusses a situation where somebody married a woman who was a Giyaris. He was well aware that this woman was a Giyaris, but then after they got married, he discovered that her father or grandfather was one of the big, one of the heads of the Nazi party. And that he said, I would have never agreed to marry such a, such a woman. So he says that once a child was asked to Rebel Yoshev, where there was a person, a man, somebody suggested to him a shidduch, a giyaris, but who was the granddaughter of a Nazi. And he said that there's no reason why he should not do the shidduch. Because we have an our Gemara, Ger Shenazgayer, Kekotn Shenoyladami. They're considered a new child, new person with no connection to their past history. And in fact, the Sefer Chesidim in Simon Shin Ein Zion says, Kol Shiesh Leilev Toiv. Somebody is a good-hearted individual. For Lekech Giyaris. And he marries a Giyaris. Shiesh Leilev Toiv. That also has a good heart. Vitzenuim. And they act properly. The Gaimlech Sodim. The people who do Chesed. Vineimim. And they're pleasant. The massive Matan. And their interactions. Mutav Leschatim Bezarum. It's preferable to marry such an individual than to marry someone who is a Jew by birth, that don't have these wonderful midas. If you marry a ger or geyrus that have the proper midas, says the Sefer Chesidim, your children will be tzaddikim v'tayvim. Ger shenizgayr kakotn shenayladami.